What's up, everyone? This is Dalen Kichocho, former NAIA college basketball player and avid college football fan, and you're listening to another episode of Water Break. I'm joining the guys today to talk about life without college football. Later in the show, we'll talk about college football rivalries as well as the NCAA's plan for player compensation. So sit back and get ready for another great episode. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Cavan, and I'm here with my co-host Terrell Thoroughgood. What's up everybody? We want to welcome you to Water Break. Here on our show, we are going to have conversations with each other, as well as with a variety of other guests who are just as involved and as passionate about sports as we are. From professional athletes, to coaches, to college players trying to make it big, to the high school athlete trying to earn that scholarship, and everyone in between. Whether you're a coach, player, or just a fan, We are here to have unique dialogue and perspectives on topics we have thought about, talked about, and are now excited to bring to you. So be sure to stick around, hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using right now, and get ready to relax and take a water break. We have another exciting episode for you today. Terrell, we're talking everything college football with one of our good buddies. Yeah, we're um, excited for another cool episode. I think this one's going to be fun. For the first time, we're going to bring on a guest that is a fan just like us, but a good friend. And uh, so I'm excited. He's uh, he's really excited about college football, and so am I. So I, I like uh, I like how this episode's going to go, how it's going to go, how it's going to turn out. So it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, the topics are super cool. They I think they are going to be really engaging if you enjoy college football. Uh, these are probably discussions that you've had just sitting around watching a game or something like that and pretty mainstream topics um, that might get a little controversial at times, but I think will be pretty entertaining. So without further ado, intro our guest here, T. Drum roll. Just don't do that. Yeah, we don't do a drum roll. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, joining us today is uh, one, of, one of our good friends, uh, one of my best friends. He is a uh, former NAIA college basketball player. He uh, is a youth football and basketball coach and uh, is a avid college football fan, fan of uh, USC Trojans. Came, came repping his gear Came tonight. repping the gear. <laughs> and uh, welcome to the show. Welcome our good friend, Dalen Kichocho. Welcome, Dalen. Hey guys, thanks for letting me be on here. Appreciate now, it. Now, Dalen, uh, he, he's been given he's been giving me a hard time for the last few weeks about getting on the show. He he's uh, as well as several other listeners who've uh, been asking. They want to get on the show. Yeah. They want to give their uh, their two cents. But if you want to get on the show, email us at whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and but give us the give us a reason. Give us why. a reason why you want to get on. But we 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 were, we had planned out a college football episode. Um, a while back, and uh, we were just going to touch on it, but I was like, you know what? Dalen loves college football. I thought it was my idea, but okay, we can roll with that. Well, being yours. okay, I, that's not what I was, where I was going with it. <laughs> okay, <that>. okay, sorry. <laughs> he, loves college, he loves college football. <laughs> and then you brought it up. You did. You brought it up the other, okay. the other day. You were Thank like, you. let's get Dalen on the show. So I was like, Respect. let's do it. He's been giving me a hard time about getting on the show. So <laughs> we got Dalen on the show. I'm excited for this one. And... Uh, Ryan, you want to start us off with some uh, rapid fire? Do a little rapid fire here, Dalen. So what we like to do on the show, obviously, is uh, we like to ask some questions here. And the first answer that comes to your mind, we want you to answer. All right? All right. Sounds good. Let's do it. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. First question. Denny's or IHOP? Ooh, that's actually kind of tough. So 
I'm actually going to go with both. And this is, this is why I say that. Okay. For breakfast in the morning, I'm going IHOP. Okay. Stuffed mm. French toast. That's Whoa. my go-to. Mm. Now, Denny's, anytime after 12 a.m. This is amazing. It hits different. <laughs> that 2468 at 2 a.m. I got rid of it. After a college football game. <laughs> so that's my answer. It's amazing. I'm a... Uh, I go for the Grand Slam, which every time at Denny's, that's my go-to. You can't go wrong with that one. You can't go wrong with the Grand Slam, which. All right, T, next one here. All right, here we go. Next question. Here we go. Favorite Winter Olympic sport? I'm going to go with snowboarding. Mm. I mean, I've been quite a few times growing up. Yeah, I was going to say that Um, you snowboard a lot. Yeah, so. Sean White? Sean White, yep. So I would definitely say snowboarding, but I will say. That figure skating is pretty entertaining to watch. Really? It's very challenging. It's very impressive. Yeah, that's surprising. I did not see that coming from you. For me, I wouldn't say it's entertaining, but I would say it's like... You appreciate it. It is. Like, you can appreciate it. Like, how? Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say... I just think it's like the fact that they're on skates and are doing how many twists and twirls and all that and landing on the... Like, that's just... That's pretty impressive. You can't even do that without skates on, let alone... Yeah. Not not even close. Best sports movie. I'll give you an honorable mention. Okay. And then I'll give you my favorite. My honorable mention is The Sandlot. Mm. Good movie. Very good movie. My favorite sports movie is Remember the Titans. There we go. And oh, I think you is. guys could definitely agree on that because <laughs> yeah. I know it's both of your guys' favorite. Well, you can tell he's been, he's been listening to the show because he threw in an honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, dang, like, you really know what you're doing. I am, I am a fan of the show. I, I do listen to it. So I, I came prepared a little bit. So. We, we love the honorable mentions. We can't just stick with just one. Yeah, we, we never just give one answer no. for anything. Especially Terrell. Yeah. <laughs> I've got six honorable mentions <laughs> and then I'll give you my top three favorite. Like, I know. Terrell, and, that wasn't and when he, the, the, My favorite thing is, is whenever we'll have a debate about us like a game or something like that he will give every detail of the game he's like in the second corner <laughs> quarter the fourth minute uh, the tailback the, turns around the only I'm way like, I can remember only way i can i'm like bro just get to the main it. point of the game like, <laughs> answer my question <laughs> it's boring to me at that point Fair enough. i give you a straight answer all right. all right here we go uh next question house on the beach or cabin in the woods House on the beach. You're not, yeah, you're not really an outdoors mm, guy like not, that. Not like a cabin. Mm-hmm. I, I like camping. I enjoy camping, oh, but I mean, me. not, not like. It's the bugs for me. I can't, I can't do bugs. Yeah. I don't like do that. bugs. I don't do animals. humidity. I don't do animals. I don't do outside. I camped for <laughs> seven straight days and, um, and that was in Africa and it was, I probably would never do it again, but it was um, great experience. A good experience for sure. Yeah. Who's your favorite athlete ever, past or present? My favorite athlete ever is Reggie Bush. Mmm. Fight on. Wow. Who Who would be your? Because I know you're a Celtics fan. Who's your favorite Celtic ever? My favorite Celtic ever. I mean, I have to say Larry Bird. Throw that out there. I mean, the greatest Celtic of all time. Um, but in more recent years, I would go with Rajon Rondo. Yeah. Did you were you were you pretty big on the IT bandwagon or no? At the time? At the time, yeah. I, I definitely 
definitely loved IT. What a great story those few years. I feel I feel bad for him. He had that hip surgery and just kind of. I'm not gonna lie, Boston. Danny Ainge did him dirty, yeah. and that was. I didn't see it coming, but at the same time, like the fact that we, who we were going for, and Kyrie Irving at the time, I was like, I mean, anyone in the right mind would, yeah, be okay with that. But then, hindsight's twenty twenty, and seeing how the whole Kyrie Irving saga. Do you out, hate Kyrie Irving? Now? I am not. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> he was trying to be nice. I'm not a. F- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hate him. <laughs> I, the fact, I mean, everybody will say one thing and then do another thing, but at the same time, I mean, when he said. If you'll have me, Boston, I'm coming back. And then I don't even think it was six months later. And he was like, all right, I'm out. Disrespectful. Very disrespectful. All right, here we go. Uh, Next rapid fire question. Favorite genre of music? Uh, Well, I would have to say reggae. Um, Really? My family is from an island and that's what we kind of grew up listening to and kind of where I find myself listening to and going back to as far as just kind of the island music, the reggae kind of chill a, vibes. Very, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Hmm. I actually didn't know that about you. Let's see here. Um, pancakes or waffles? Chocolate chip pancakes. Wow. Ego, right. ego chocolate chip pancakes. We were we were roommates for for a year, and uh, that, was that was always in the fridge. Go to breakfast right there, <laughs> the, real quick. Ego is amazing. You know, I I say my favorite is waffles, but not like waffles from a restaurant. Like literally, ego waffles. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, me and Terrell will go out to a restaurant or whatever, and he always goes with the chicken and waffles when when it's on the menu. Yeah. and I just can't, I just can't do waffles. At a restaurant, I just always Even feel Roscoe's? like they're. I've never had them there, but I just oh. feel like they're always soggy and they're always. I mean, T loves it. So the Roscoe's waffles are very buttery. Like, they are just delicious. They are very good. Well done. The chicken can be dry at times. Yeah, it can be overcooked a little bit. Waffles, on point. Amazing. All right, here we go. Um, when you're watching a movie, comedy or thriller? I'm gonna go with comedy. I love a good laugh and. I don't know, just something about comedies. I just, I mean, I, I'm a fan of thrillers too, but I would, I would watch a comedy over. A favorite comedy, throw it out there, top of your head. Hitch. One of your favorites, Hitch. And that's kind of like, you know, a, what do they call it? A rom, a rom, what is yeah, it? Yeah, rom. A, I think it's a rom com. Rom com. Yeah. Or something like that? You know which one I just watched that I hadn't seen since like my freshman year of college that is hilarious is The Other Guys. Oh yeah, that's a great. <laughs> Such I, a fantastic. Terrell and I movie. actually just watched that. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it, I, I watched it, it on the plane when I was I was flying to Mexico with my wife, and she's like, "I don't want to watch this," and I was like, "Demarish, trust me, like, it's funny." <laughs> and then I watched it, and she was dying laughing, and I I had seen it before, but I forgot how funny it is. Yeah, that's one of my favorite comedies. I, yeah, I, I I was gonna. It's yeah. one you can jump in in the middle of the movie. Oh yeah, and, and still, and it's so it's funny. kind of different because you wouldn't ever think Mark Wahlberg and Owen Wilson, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell would be like, I don't know. Like they were they're both together. funny guys, but like together, it's just kind of like they were in Daddy's Home too, and Daddy's Home was pretty yeah, funny. I don't, I don't know. It's, I just, it's it's not like it's it's not it's not comparable to the other guys, yeah, but there was no. there was humorous parts in it. Like yeah. it was most of the funny parts were probably in the uh, the trailer, but yeah, which is the problem with a lot of comedies nowadays. Yeah. Is you've seen every funny part 
Yep. The 10 funniest parts are in the trailer every time. But the Very other true. guys, there are so many great moments in that in that film. All right, last one. Between these two, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sylvester Stallone. Mm. Grew up watching the Rambo series with yes. my pops and brother. So that one sticks out and obviously Rocky. Yep. Um, I will say, if you haven't seen throwback right here if you haven't seen jingle all the way <laughs> with arnold schwarzenegger i forgot about that movie it is a very underrated movie oh, and i'm not gonna lie i have watched it for the past four years at christmas time i'm not lying and i i i just think arnold schwarzenegger is great in that movie turbo but turbo man yeah other than that other than that yeah he's he's not a very good actor but he's neither not. neither is really sylvester stallone but i mean i Definitely would prefer him over yeah. Arnold. And yeah, even in Creed too, really good. Yeah, he did. I did like him in The Expendables, but oh man, you could tell he really aged in, <laughs> in that movie. Yeah, they both did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there we go. That was the uh, the final question there for the rapid, rapid fire. fire. And yeah, rapid fire. And uh, that was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was, those are always fun to see everyone's different, uh, Everyone, everyone goes in different directions there. Well, we're going to hop right into the discussion here. And as a big NCAA college football fan, Dalen, how disappointed are you for this coming season? How heartbroken are you? It's hard to put into words <laughs> because of how heartbroken I am. But I am very, very disappointed. Do we have any tissues on here? Yeah, exactly. For real. <laughs> and the anything. decision to... And I don't know, I, because the fact that I'm a, I'm a diehard USC fan and the Pac-12 was basically just waiting for the yeah. Big Ten to make their decision. And just so everyone understands before you continue going, like you have season tickets, like you are, you're an inv- invested fan. Like yes, you are fully I, invested. My uncle went to USC. I grew up going to USC games ever since I was probably five. Um, I mean, I would go to the, some of the biggest games growing up. And then once I got into college, I ended up getting season tickets and would that's where you would find me on Saturdays. If they were playing in the Coliseum, I was there a couple years ago. I flew out to Dallas and went to the uh, game against Ohio state in AT&T stadium. I went up to Levi stadium and watched them play Stanford. So yes, I am a diehard USC fan. And I mean, still to this day, I just, anytime there's, I'll watch reruns of games on Mm. TV. I'll watch YouTube highlights of Reggie Bush and Matt Liner. Like, I just love USC football. And so, yeah, very, very disappointed this year. Yeah, to show you how big of a fan he was, he, after our episode on uh, Best Championship Game, he he messaged me and said, you really had to make me relive that whole USC-Texas game. Because <laughs> I, I had a feeling, I had a feeling one of you two were going to bring that game up. And I was just waiting. I, I just Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. And as soon as Terrell said that, I, I wanted to just turn it off. And I wanted to see what he was going to say. And just... And I went play by what play. Did, like well, 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 I, I want to get back to this topic, but what since we, we kind of get... We get on rabbit trails all the time, yeah, which is That's okay. a part of the show. That's that's a part of what we do here. Absolutely. Um, What... What is your feeling about that game? Do you do you agree with, with Terrell's assessment, though? Do you think it was an amazing game? Or, like... Maybe taking a step back and saying, I'm not a diehard USC fan, like as just a casual fan of football, would you say that is an amazing game? Absolutely. I mean, the fact that if you look at both teams that year, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, from the beginning of the year, you knew you were going to see these two in the championship game. Yeah. And the way their seasons played out, and then even the in, the entire game, it was just amazing. And like, like you said, you know, not you know taking a step back and looking as a as a college football fan. I mean, that game's brought up all the time. Yeah. All the time. Even on, you know, ESPN, Sports Center, it's every year. It, every it's brought up. Yeah. You know, oh, this is, you know, ten years ago or five years ago, whatever, you know, it's like mm-hmm. on this day, this is, you know, kind of thing. So it's just like every year it's like when it's brought up, I'm just shaking my head. But such a great game. It really it was. was. Man, it was. Um T, what it what 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 were your thoughts when you kind of started hearing the rumors and then seeing everything kind of happen of college football just yeah, so I, cancel. I, it was, um, yeah, a couple week, uh, a week or so ago, something like that. You know, it was we saw UConn was like the first FBS team to to mm-hmm. say, all right, we're not gonna have our season this year, and it was like, okay, like maybe they're just maybe they're one of those outlier schools that because UConn doesn't have like a great football program, so it was like, okay, maybe they're just they're they're doing their own thing, and then you know the. Uh, the Mac, they canceled theirs, their, their whole, the whole conference. They were the first conference to cancel an entire season. And so it was like, okay. And then you just kept hearing like, Oh, like, it's like a domino. Effect. Yeah. Well, like, but like the PAC 12, like as, as Dalen mentioned, like, you know, that's the conference that you pay, I, you know, we would pay attention to a little bit more. They're just like, we're delaying the inevitable. It's coming. It's coming. The season's going to, it's going to get canceled. And then, you know, you hear uh, an exec from the inside says, the season's going to get canceled. And then, you know, come to find out you've got the big 10, they cancel theirs and then the PAC 12 cancels. So it was just like, ugh, like is, yeah, it's one of those things. Like as you know, for me, I'm a, a newly converted USC fan as of the last couple of years. Um, and so I've, I've, you know, went to several games, even with Dalen went to a couple games, um, you know, this past season. And it's just like, man, that, the energy in a college football like arena like for me the the best sporting events to go to are like fights but then after that is a college football game like it's just it's unbelievable start to finish the the crowd is loud and everything and so i mainly just feel bad for the players mm-hmm. like that's where my thoughts are it seems like there wasn't really a fight put up like as far as like, well, I think from the pl- from the players from, and the from coaches, the players' yeah. standpoint and the coaches, but I'm saying like from the leadership, like it, it didn't it didn't really seem like um, like the NCAA, like the leadership there was like even really trying to make it happen or trying to find a way. It was just kind of like nah, like we're not we're not going to have it, you know. Like they're you know you think of the NBA being extremely creative, and I, and I get that college football. They don't have those type of resources and, and that ability mm-hmm. where these guys are going to school and stuff like that. Um, and I get that, but it, it didn't seem like there was no even really thought of trying to find a creative way to allow these these guys to play, you know? Right. And I, I think, too, and why they, they weren't putting up a fight as far as, like, the leadership is because if you think think about it, the NFL, the NBA, these guys, this is their career. They're getting paid to do this. They need mm-hmm. to make money to put food on the table where – the leadership of the NCAA is like, well, our first priority is these college students' safety. Mm-hmm. And like they're, they're not playing and making money. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's not like we would rather them be safe in a safe environment and maybe later down the road work on something yeah. to provide that environment. But I just think from the very beginning, it was like, you know what? 
we're just going to postpone the season because we have nothing in place. And if you and which I think was kind of ridiculous because it goes back to when the NBA got canceled, then when they were going to restart, like they they came up with the bubble and everything like that. And then baseball, they they don't have anything, but they're still traveling and things like that. So it's just mm-hmm. like they had enough time, I feel like, to put something in place. Like I don't even know if the NFL is going to to happen, but it's just like Things like that, I just wish the leadership would have been more proactive because now you have the coaches and players who are, are trying to, who are fighting tooth and nail yeah. for them to resume and for them to not cancel and then boom it happens and now you have a you know, an outrage of, of players and coaches not you know, or you know, putting up a fight for them yeah. to play. So the season's postponed, correct? Or is it That's what they're saying. They're they're gonna try again in the spring yeah. or in January, but I mean, if you think about that, like that's a whole nother, you know. Well, the thing is these big schools, the football program, the revenue that is gained supports the rest of the sports programs. Yeah. I mean, you look at USC, 100%. like the, the only reason that the swim team has these nice, you know, the nice equipment and, and, and the nice facilities and all of this. I'm not just saying swim. I was using that as an example, but all these other maybe smaller sports and individual team, individual player sports they have these things and they are funded because of the money that is generated from these large football programs. Well, that's why they canceled all the other fall sports because once you cancel college football in any school, you lose the funds for every, like you're saying, for every other sport. Yeah. So if yeah. you're not having college football, you can't have your swim team, your tennis team, whatever, because how are you, you know, you're not going to make any money off that. There's no, there's no revenue coming in. Yeah, there's not thousands of fans coming right, to exactly. a swim meet, you know, and it's just facts. Like no one's hating on swimming, but it's just facts. It doesn't, it doesn't have the same revenue coming in. Right. Yeah. And you, and you brought up a good point, like to the, you know, how the other professional sports were, were, were anticipating, okay, what are we going to do? And it, and it seemed like college football was just, wasn't doing anything. Like they were just sitting on their hands, like waiting for yeah. something to happen. And then, you know, you got coaches and players going, well, what's happening? What's going on? What's, what, you know, what are we going to do? And then boom, oh, we're, we're just going to cancel, you know, instead of coming up with a, you know, with a proper plan. And you I think you the, didn't hear anything, about, nothing, yeah. nothing until the last minute. And I think, you know, the players like their argument is and the coaches, you know, there are a lot of their arguments are, you know, well, these kids, you know, they're more susceptible of catching the virus by staying at home than they are coming away to the campus where, You've got amazing medical facilities where you yeah. can be tested all the time or, you know, all, all of that going on. And now they're just stuck at home. And they're, you know, they're they're going out for the most part. I'm sure some are staying up, but most of them are going out and seeing their right. buddies anyways and going to work out. And they're that's the thing like these, you know, you see the NFL players like the NFL is like like you said, we're not really sure what's happening. But then you see all these videos that come through my Instagram all the time of. Antonio Brown's working out with Tom Brady and Antonio Brown's working right. out the, and Odell's working out with him. And like, they're still getting together and none of them are wearing masks. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, if they could, they're, they're doing that anyways, you know? Um, and shout out to the sec and ACC and some of these, and you know, these other, you know, power the five, 12, yeah, the yeah. Big 12, the power, these other three power five conferences that are like, no, we're not canceling our season. Like, so that, that is going to be nice that, Hey, at least there will be some college football, mm-hmm. but like, obviously, you know, that when you have two of the other, you know, power five conferences cancel their season, it's like, okay, now what? I mean, we, and I think Trevor Lawrence was a big advocate 
for them not canceling the, 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 their season or postponing it because he, he, you know, like you were saying, he brought up a good point. Like us being at home, we're, we're probably going to get, we're in a, you know, we're probably going to get the virus being at home and not being in this environment. And yep. so I, I like that he was, you know, very vocal about it and some of these other coaches, but it's like, then you get into, you know, the advantages and disadvantages, but it's just like, I'm just disappointed that they, you know, postpone the season. Yeah. Yeah. And, and me, like I'm, yeah, I'm more of the disappointed. Like there was no plan. Like they just, they just kind of waited around. And then, you know, they're talking about, we're going to do it in the spring. I don't even know how that's going to even play out, especially when you have a lot of the, you know, like I said, the other three of the power five going to play in the some fall, of them playing in the fall, some, some yeah. playing in the spring. Like now it's just, it's, it's not going to work. And then what about college basketball? You know, you're going to push that back. You know, we've got like, you know, for here in, in, in California, we have the, you know, the high school federation CIF, you know, they've, their plans are to push everything back, you know, so they're doing football in, you know, in the, sp- in the winter in the and winter. then basketball in the spring and, you know, you know, volleyball well, and stuff even like that. In the, but, yeah. I mean, even playing football in the spring, like, think about it. Like, what about the guys that are going from college to the NFL? Like you're going to play what, 10 to 12 games in college. And as soon as you're done, you're getting ready for the NFL draft. And then you have a full NFL season in the fall, all in the same year. Exactly. Like and how I, many, how many football yeah, games guys, is that? Guys like, that, that are looking yeah. to get drafted. They're, they're oh, not, that's ridiculous. They're not, they're not, they may not, not, they may not play. And then if you're a coach, you got to go off of tape from two years ago to see, you know, what what kind of talent you're getting in that player. And and you're talking about a condensed season. Like, you can't play in the spring, like, as you mentioned, with the draft and everything, the whole scheduling. You're going to be playing, like, five games, six games, Mm -hmm. something like that. So It's going to be, like, almost almost like minute restrictions for players, you know, because they're not going to want to – they're not going to go want to go out there and like you said like ruin their bodies and and not have any time to recover or exactly yeah. you know even after you know risking a serious injury and then you you could seriously risk um your future like especially those those top tier players so man it's it's going to be interesting to see all that kind of plays out um but definitely discouraging for for those uh big college football fans especially the Pac-12 being a USC guy, it's uh, and we were supposed to play Alabama, our first game of the season, mm-hmm. um, and that would have been in Dallas, which we lost to them last year. But I mean, USC was looking good this year, uh, very, very good, and I was excited about that game. And then even the USC Notre Dame game. Were they ranked the year, at the end of the year? I think we were somewhere in the top twenty. Okay, um, but I mean, just being able to play Alabama, you know, is 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 pretty it's cool. A good game. Yeah. yeah. Because even and then Notre Dame was going to play in Ireland, I think, and that game got canceled too. I can't remember who they were who they were planning to play, but that, but that was uh, that was going to be their game. Cool game, whoever they were playing against. Yeah. So, yeah, like like you mentioned before, I I think even even playing in the spring, you're not even going to get good quality football because a lot of these guys wouldn't have played since 2019, Mm -hmm. and now they're going to play in 2021. Is going to be their first set of games it's going to be a year and a half since you have played football so and football's a sport you need you need rhythm like you got to get back into it i think like with some of those sports like basketball like you can kind of get away with but you're going to get hurt yeah. you're going to get messed up if you just jump right into a football game like that so most definitely well moving into the next topic here dalen we want to uh 
share our best college, the best college football rivalries in our, in our personal opinions. Um, of course, of course, <laughs> our personal opinions here. I'll start it off here. I'm, again, I'm not a huge college football fan, um, but you will uh, be soon. Will I? Just come over to the to USC. Should I? Should I? Should I fight on myself? It's a, a great move. USC. You're in Southern California. <laughs> fight on. There's a lot of players that come from Orange County. All right, brothers. I'll uh, I'll join now. <laughs> I would say come to a, come to a game with me this fall. But yeah, uh, no, sorry to bring that up. It's again. not gonna happen. <laughs> We're moving on from that. We're all moving right, on from this. Right, right, let's please. get into a, a better state of mind right now. Okay. Right. Best college football rivalries. I'll start it out here. Um, just from some of the research I did, and and because of the longevity and. Uh, just the history, I would say, is Ohio State versus Michigan. Um, you know, we talked about this, and, and the guys weren't as excited about this pick, but I'm gonna roll with it anyways because I don't care what they what they think. Um, and I'm doing mine based mainly upon facts, okay? Because you guys will probably pick based upon feeling and actually experiencing it because you you've experienced it. So I haven't really experienced much college football. So I can't I can't go off of that. What I can go off of is facts. And so doing my research, um seeing the Ohio State um versus Michigan there, over 115 games played between the two of them. Michigan leads 58-51, six ties. Um the first game was in 1897. And you know, we talked about this before. I will definitely admit that as of the past 10 years, um, it, it's been pretty bad. Um, there's uh, Ohio State has an eight-game win streak against Michigan. Jim Harbaugh has yet to get a victory against Ohio State. That's part um, of the reason why I think it's pretty boring there, Ryan. <laughs> I mean, he comes from the NFL, and he... He can't win. No, I, I get State. it. I, like, and, and, and when you guys, we, we talked about this before. I, I get that. But I'm sharing mainly based on the history. So if you look at the, the history and the longevity of it, that's that's pretty impressive. Fair enough. I mean, the, the first game happening, like I said, in 1897 and this rivalry going on for over 100 years, that's, to me, that says something. And yes, like I said, the past the past eight years specifically, 10 years has been really bad. And I get everyone, you know, hating on Jim Harbaugh for, you know, not being able to get a victory while being there, the salary he gets coming from the NFL, his experience, all of that. Uh, but the history of it, I'm going to go with Michigan, Ohio state. What you rolling with here day? I may be a little biased. <laughs> may, yeah. maybe uh, a little okay. biased. A lot, a lot, but, um, my it's okay. I picked the Lakers for everything in NBA, so it's okay. And Terrell with the Spurs and Broncos, like we okay, get it. I well, get it. I mean, that's what well. This I, I don't ever pick. I never pick them like as loyally as Ryan does. Pick the Lakers for no, literally everything. I no. don't know about that. Team. Come on, you guys are both pretty. Uh, he said Tim Duncan's the top three player of all time. Yeah. Did I say that? I I've never said I, that. I don't think, I don't think he said that because he'd be lying. He thinks he thinks Kobe's higher than Timmy, or Timmy's higher than Kobe. Yes, absolutely. 100%. We'll, we'll, let's, we'll stick to, let's stick to college, <laughs> college football. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, best rivalry, in my opinion, is USC Notre Dame. I was shocked you picked that one. I don't think you were. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> no, but if I USC Notre Dame rivalry is, in my opinion, and I, in a lot of other people's opinions too, is is one of the best college football rivalries, and. Their first game was in 1926, and they have not missed a game 
since World War II, which was 1943-1945. They didn't play those those couple years there, but they've played ever since then. And obviously this year they're not playing, but that game alone. I mean, the fact that, you know, Notre Dame's in South Bend, Indiana, USC's out here in the Coliseum, no matter where they play for the most part, it's always a good game. And Notre Dame has the edge on USC and in all time wins, but that game alone, in my opinion, I just, I love that rivalry. And that, that's my, that's my rivalry game. I, I I really like the rivalry. I mean, as a as a newfound uh, SC fan, as do I. As you do, very newfound. As you do, but but no, I watched it. My my dad's a huge Notre Dame fan, um, so we watch the game every year. So that's, um, so that's that's been a rivalry that's always been like in my household that I've seen all the time, and I do like a lot of traditions. I do like how both programs just hate each other just despise each other and i think to me like that's 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 the best part of rivalries it's like i don't i don't like you know nowadays and like especially in professional sports everybody's like let's trade jerseys with each other let's go hang out let's be best friends and it's like no like i I miss really just just hate each other like that's why i really like like damian the lord of the nba because he goes at the other the other stars in the nba like he may not hate them but you can still feel it. So I, that's where I kind of like, that's what I love about the rivalries, especially USC and Notre Dame. But for me, speaking of hatred, my favorite, I think the best college football rivalry is Texas versus Oklahoma. The Red River shootout, Red River, Red River showdown rivalry, whatever you want to call it. USC, Texas is the best one. And it really is. It's been, Oklahoma, Texas. Or US, sorry, Oklahoma, Texas. Sorry. Oklahoma, Texas has is is uh is the best one because it really is a shootout. Like those are really t- they're they're often high scoring games and you know the big the big uh twelve is uh often doesn't have the greatest defenses. Especially the um, last couple of years with that with that showdown with you know Baker Mayfield, Sam Ellinger, and like yeah, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. That. Those the last few years that rivalry for sure has been pretty exciting to watch yeah i've yeah texas oklahoma texas oklahoma has been like you said like i said the the fireworks in the game the hatred between the two i i re, i love how they split the field they always split split this the stadium i mean how it's you know the tickets are always 50 50 and they just go right down that you know it's texas oklahoma they're always got like even amount of fans you know the golden hat you know for the 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 uh the sooner fans you know hold near holding down the uh, the downward hook'em horns you know all of that like just the uh there's the pure hatred from the from the two teams the two states just all of it the fireworks all of it i love it texas oklahoma is my pick for uh best college football rivalry if i had to pick an honorable mention no, i'm just kidding yeah we're not doing it he and his honorable mentions <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's talk about what, what just just real quick. We'll move move through this one. I'm just curious to see most overrated college football rivalry. Don't come at me too hard. Um, you already mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Rye, but I'm definitely gonna have to go with Ohio State and Michigan I think, because you but you're you're just basing it off of the past few years, like the past like ten years. Like you got you got to look at the history of it. I mean, yeah, you have a point, but at the same time, in college football, like. Every year, for the past few years, like you're saying, every year, 
when the Ohio State Michigan comes on, game comes on, it's like. Well, I think I think right. it's it's probably you're you're right. It probably is overrated right now because it does the hype does get built up built up for it. Like people, oh, uh, the 100%. media the yes. media builds it up. I think that's why you're saying it's overhyped. And I would agree. The past few years it has been like it's. You know, even even just someone who you know is a is a big sports fan, and again, I'm not a huge college football person, but watching Sports Center and following Bleach Report and all of this, um, you know, weeks before the game, the week before the game, leading up, it's something that is definitely talked about a lot and built up into this big thing. And then, the past eight years, you know, Michigan has just, uh, uh, Michigan has lost every game. Ohio State's won the past eight years, and so. It uh, it definitely is something that has been really, really underwhelming for sure. Yeah, uh, that was that was my original pick, but but Dalen Dalen went with it, uh, went with uh, Ohio State Michigan. But for me, this one was a tough one because I I Ohio State Michigan I mentioned it, I like that one, but I was like okay, let me go with a second choice, and I was like split because as a game, a rivalry game, Army Navy is like. A, a, a snooze fest it's a very boring game wow but i can't believe but, you just did that but, to, our, to, yeah. to the armed forces as a bro. game all right as to the men and women to the men and women who serve up as a thank game thank you for serving i just like to say first you know, i'm so thankful uh, yeah. for the men and women who serve our nation but army Navy. But, uh, <laughs> that game is that, that, that game is a is a snooze fest i mean if you like you know hard no running football you know the whole game then yay if you love um, america you will love <laughs> if you're patriotic <laughs> like no but i i did i have heard that being at that game it's it's pretty crazy and it, it's it's pretty it's a fun. lot different it's a lot different to I me mean, it's like cause that reminds me kind of a hockey like i don't really like watching hockey on tv but when you go to a hockey game like the atmosphere is different it's very entertaining yeah. and people are just like hitting right up the glass like right in front of you and and fighting and stuff like it's it's really exhilarating to be there. But then when you watch hockey on TV, you're just kind of like, I don't. Unless you're a huge hockey fan, I'm just not. Not you all. watch you watch a game like on TV and stuff. I have before. Yeah, oh. my uncle used to work for the Kings, the Los Angeles Kings. So yeah. I, I only really like watching the shootouts or the what is it penalty shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are kind of that's kind of cool. But. but if I but now that you guys just totally made me feel unpatriotic. I gotta go with another. <laughs> okay, so I love pick. that one. I love army. Uh, I love her. Yeah, I love the army and the navy. Uh, shout out to the soldiers. Um, um, but if I had to go to the second, another one, uh, the Iron Bowl, Alabama versus Auburn. That's uh, that's an overrated. I'd follow up by saying Alabama LSU is pretty overrated. Oh yeah, that one too. I mean, they nicknamed the, that game as the Saban Bowl because of he the fact both that. Teams. Yeah, and the fact that Alabama literally has owned LSU, except for last year. Obviously, Joe Burrow went off and yeah. smacked them. But previously, I think Alabama won, has won the last 11 or something like, or they're on, a, you know, won the last 11 before that. But I mean, that game, that's overhyped too. Um, and I, I just think Alabama always has LSU's number. Yeah. Those are, those are our takes on Some the. Overrated college football games. All right. Well, as, as we move into the last segment here, um, one thing that I'm actually really excited to hear your guys' uh, opinion on is um, the NCAA's plan for player compensation. Bring back EA Sports. <laughs> college in the football. Game. <laughs> Specifically, California, as we look at uh, Gavin Newsom, passed uh, the Senate Bill 206. Um, 
also known as the Fair Play to uh, to uh, Fair Pay uh, to Play Act. And the law allows college athletes to profit from their name, image, and likeness. And that bill is going to effect in 2023. What are what are your thoughts on that? Pros, cons. Um, I I personally um, I think it's a great thing for college football, and I think it's well deserved for those players. They're the ones that are um, their names are the ones that are making the money, and their play is making the money for these schools. I think there should be some compensation. Day. I agree, hundred percent. I I love this bill, and I'm I'm glad it's being passed. I don't um, know many people who are not on that side. I, I mean, the the only thing, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't see a lot of people who who wouldn't agree with us. But I mean, there are people, and I, I honestly don't know what their reasons would be. Um, but I, it's interesting st- statistic here: only two percent of seniors get drafted in the NFL. And if you think about that, these people, this bill helps these kids who it's like a full-time playing sports in college is like a full-time job. Yeah. And it gives Mm -hmm. them the opportunity to make money. And what if these, what if some of these kids don't go into, don't play professional sports? Well, even these like top tier players, like there are some of them, you've heard stories that are going to the NFL and you know, many of them get money anyways, like, you know, but there are some that would say that I've heard stories of guys who, you know, they got a full ride scholarship to play college football, but like they would have to borrow money to like buy a pizza, like you know, like that should not be the case for like a top tier athlete who is generating so much revenue for these schools. Like he should be allowed to do this without having to be sneaky and you know, because you know these there are, there are many guys who are getting paid. Like, right. Let's just be honest, who are doing it when they're not supposed to, which. You know, that's another topic for another time, but um, they shouldn't have to be sneaky to have money to, you know, go out to eat or, you know, to do whatever. Um, I just I, I don't get why people are on the side of they shouldn't get paid or they shouldn't uh, they shouldn't get any money for um, these colleges profiting off of their name. I mean, and it's an incentive. Like if I'm getting paid to do something, you better believe I'm going to be in the best shape of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, com- I'm going to be committed a hundred percent and I'm just going to go all out and you're going to get better football. Well, that's where these I was players are, are getting paid because Hey, yeah, you pay me and I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm going to go off because I want my name out there. I want kids to buy my jerseys at, when they come to my game and like all of that. And especially even going to the, going to the video game. Like I remember playing NCAA 14 and having to, have my phone looking up the rosters to see, Oh, number so-and-so was this guy. Okay, cool. I'm going to play mm-hmm. with this guy. And it's just like, yeah. and the whole reason why they didn't have the names on there is because they were, they were going to have to pay them. And it's just like, no, yeah, that's They're going to make more money for the program by playing better and by attracting all of this, you know, attention. Yeah. So hundred percent, I agree with that. Yeah. I was going to go there. I was going to go in the opposite direction. Like you, you said, you know, how, you know, I don't get how people would think otherwise. And I think, some people would say make the argument in the other direction if you start to pay them then you start to get maybe the player more in player entitlement you'll get the the players maybe just playing for the money like that's where kind of the people where people say i love college football or i love college basketball because they do it for the love of the game whereas the pro athletes you know maybe doing it for the money and you may see like you know 
you may see more players who try to push for that transfer or maybe switch programs but the, because, the kind of, of because of the money maybe yeah. too. Yeah, like I get if, that. You know, if, if USC or Bama or something like that is just generating a lot of money, you know, what's the reason for that kid to, you know, maybe still play at, you know, Georgia or something like that? Well, like, it seems like it's almost like uh, maybe a little bit of, of an incentive-based pay. You know what I mean? Like kind of what you're talking about because then that motivates you. And you know? I, I mean, to go back to what T said, I like that point that, and, and that's why I love college football so much is because you know these kids aren't playing for anything, you know, up, up to this point. They've just playing, they're mm-hmm. playing for the love of the game. And then you look at the NFL and you see all kinds of drama and all kinds of, you know, whatever, celebrations and, and different things and guys getting fined for wearing the wrong cleats and, and things like that. And it's just like, that's why I love college football so much because it's like, even just being at the game, you can tell like, these are just a bunch of kids out here playing the game of football because they love it. Not because there's money involved, not because of this or that. But I, I do think by them making money for the ones that aren't going to go play professionally, I think it is something that's good. Cause I mean, look at, you have a kid who goes to USC and he's not on a sports team. He's more than likely, pro- he probably has a job or probably has an internship or something that is going to, you know, put him on the, the path of success after he gets out of mm-hmm. college. But now you have an athlete who's playing four years on a full ride scholarship. He's a hundred percent committed to athletics, but what happens after he graduates and doesn't get drafted, then yeah. what he has to use his degree to go find a job, but it's with like no experience. with no experience. So I, I do like, cause because playing, playing you, college football is, is more than a full-time job. Like, Oh yeah. Let's just be real. Like if you're, yes. if you're playing at Bama, you're playing LSU, USC, one of these big name schools, like it's, it's like to me, I mean, from what I can see, it's like the equivalent of working like 60 hours a week, you know, like yeah. you're going to school, working out. Yeah. Like it's, it's an, and even the travel, like, you know, it's like, mm, it's like going on a business trip. Like right. college students just don't go on business trips. You I mean, know? Saturday's game day, but what, I mean, what is su- Sunday maybe their only day off, but I'm sure some of these guys go watch film, but like Monday through Friday, you're practicing, mm-hmm. you're lifting weights, mm-hmm. you're, you know, taking care of yourself, recovery, all of that just to be ready to go Saturday. So pros and cons, I definitely am leaning more towards that. I like that they will be getting paid. But my question is, or I, I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to allocate that, you know, for other, for other programs, you know, like you mentioned, football will generate a lot of the money for, for some of these big programs or for these, for these big schools. Well, what about the volleyball team, you know, or what about the basketball team? Like USC basketball isn't, is nowhere near can compete with the football program. You know, what is, what does the basketball player get or the baseball player? Like, how are we going to allocate that? Is it, you know, I play, I get a full ride scholarship to play baseball as a pitcher. I'm the best one on the team. I may be the best one in the nation, but I may be getting paid less than the. Now, but, but I feel like the, the bill that was passed to allow them to get paid, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like a lot of the pay would be coming from endorsements rather than from the schools. Correct. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it wouldn't be like the college's. I mean, maybe, but it seems like the colleges wouldn't be specifically like paying players to play for their school. Yeah, I'm pretty. It would be. Yeah, it is the you are allowed yeah. to get endorsements from right. Nike or from whatever you know. So, so individual talent. Yeah. So I mean, so if to. there's an amazing tennis player who's like an up and coming star who's going to be the next Serena Williams who goes to, 
you know, um, San Diego state or something like that, then yeah, she can pick up endorsements and make as much money as she wants. Mm. Um, so I think that's the incentive, but then it goes back to, you know, I, you know, now that I'm looking at it, you know, you've mentioned a few things you, you could see a potential con of almost like in the NBA, then, okay, now these guys, everyone's trying to go to a big market. So now, you know, Alabama's already getting these guys because of, you know, because of Nick Saban and because of their program and stuff like that. But now they're wanting name recognition in a big market where, um, you know, this kid from mm, like almost, they wouldn't go to Alabama anymore. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. Then playing. again, yeah. I mean, if I'm on the number one recruit in the nation or even say I'm, you know, the 15th, like I'm going to go to California or I'm going to, right. I'm going to go somewhere. New I York, want. I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to the beach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And go play for a school down there. I, I, I don't, I don't want to pull. And that's the thing too. I can see the players being maybe in it for the money at this point to where they would go somewhere where they have no chance of winning anything, but because they're going to be so good and to be the best player on the team and they know they're going to just cash out on all these endorsements. I, I, I mean, that's also maybe a con that I, I could see. Yeah. But it, it's, I don't know. It, it's all obviously when the use of this bill is, passes in 2023 2023 yeah, so yeah when there's it goes into effect there's yeah. a couple years still to go that i feel like they'll get all these well based on how they handled out. covid i don't know they might figure it out last minute, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> last minute. two weeks before oh that's coming oh up. yeah we we're gonna start to, paying to pay the players <laughs> i want i want to know like now too like you know we bring up we brought up usc so many times in this episode but you know i go back to like reggie bush who i felt was you know that that situation was unfortunate you know how he gets you know pretty much you know usc loses all of those games and you know reggie bush i think he was stripped of the, the heisman he gave, he, guy did they get it he gave it, it back, back but he gave it back they need to give it back to him yep. yeah so i mean you know because he was receiving you know some of those in you know cash or whatever it is gifts and all of those things like that so you know now he just got reinstated back or just got welcomed back to the university you know, I feel like there should be there's going to be a lot of guys like that who are going to be looking like, you know, hey, what what about me? Like, you know, that happened to me. Like, can you take the the black mark off my name? Can you remove that? Am I am I good to go? So that's that's what I'm interested to see how, you know, some of these players who were kind of treated that yeah. way are going to respond. Just a be. side note. I'm very bitter about the way they handled the whole Reggie Bush incident. Really? And <laughs> I, I can see what you're saying T in, in that, in that point, but the way they handled that was just ridiculous. But anyways, to piggyback off of, again, another USC reference, you know, they, you know, they're known for not having names on the back of their jerseys. You know, will we start to see that mm-hmm. a little bit more? Like, are we going to see the name on the back of, Teams like that, like Notre Dame doesn't have, I don't think Notre Dame has names on the back of their jerseys, do they? They might now. They might, yeah, they may, maybe. So there's some universities that don't even have the names. So now yeah, possibly bringing that into into the equation, you know, changing up some of the tradition. So that's going to be right. Interesting to see what happens and uh, see if, you know, when that goes into effect, you know, it's been passed, but when it goes to effect, uh, in effect, how it's, all going to play out and what it's going to do to the future of college football. I think it'll be a positive in the end. I, I, think, I, I think it'll, I think it can only, benefit. I really hope that it doesn't change as far as how the players play the game and how yeah. they 
the love for the game and and the feel for college football in the fall and yeah. just the whole aspect of college football. I, I I really would hate to see this bill change that. And yeah. and I and like you said, I, I I don't think it will. I think it'll be. I, I don't think, think it'll it will. Be better. Yeah. Um, but like I said, there's there's nothing there there's nothing like college football. Yeah. In my opinion, and I'm a big college football fan, but I'm just saying Saturday afternoon, Saturday nights, you know, under the lights in the Coliseum or wherever, you know, I would, you know, in Alabama, LSU, whatever, wherever it's at. I just think that it's one of the best, you know, mm. experiences ever. And I really hope that this bill doesn't change anything. I don't think it will because of uh, that money's going to be coming. It's going to be sponsorship driven and it's pretty much incentive based. And so that's only going to um, maybe bring more production from individual players. So in my personal opinion, that would be awesome. But yeah, we'll see how it plays out. But Dalen, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, thanks for having me guys and uh, chatting with us and allowing us to uh, know your pain and some of the loss you've experienced (laughs) as a USC (laughs) fan and be able to relate to you and get emotional at times here. Yeah, we'll Appreciate have to have more uh, more regular listeners, some fans jump jump on the show. So if you want to blow up our phones, our uh, our DMs, if you have an our interesting emails, topic, and you're like, yeah, hey, yeah, I want to talk about I wanna, this. I want to get on the show. I want to hear. I want I want you guys to hear my take. Shoot us a DM, email us, waterbreakpod at gmail dot com. Yeah, I think Let I think know. I think that would be awesome if you guys just got regular listeners on here and you talk to somebody who was, I don't know, an avid Another golf fan. fan or something like just the. <laughs> variety of sports and different fans and i mean just listeners in general but i love what you guys are doing and some of these you know interviews you guys are doing and i know you guys got some great things lined up so that's awesome appreciate that bro appreciate the love yeah well thanks for listening and uh we'll see you on the next episode of water break thanks for listening to this week's episode of water break new episodes are released every monday so don't forget to hit that subscribe button to be notified when a new episode is available As you continue to listen to the podcast, we would love to hear from you. If you'd like to get feedback on the show or you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, send an email to waterbreakpod at gmail.com. Once again, that's waterbreakpod at gmail.com. We'll see you on the next episode of Water Break. Stay hydrated.